A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Patrick Murphy from the Irish South and West Fish Producers Organisation. As I was saying there, you were a bit cagey on Friday as to exactly what had happened at that meeting with Ambassador Filatov. But did, did you know that they were going to move away from the fishing grounds? Good morning. Good morning, PJ. And listen, first of all, I want to thank yourselves and the media and the movement of people, right, nice. that made this possible. We we only raised this issue and without you backing us and putting it on the air and telling the people how important it is to protect our own industry and our own people in the water, then it wouldn't have gone anywhere. So that's the start off. Okay. So thanks very much. You're more than welcome. You, you spoke so- up well for your industry, in fairness to you. Oh yeah, thanks very much. Listen, I, I, I do it for free, so you know there's no problem there. Listen, PJ, yes, absolutely, that's the issue. And and you know what? Thanks be to God it's dealt with. And everybody's giving Simon Covey a bit of a hard doing. But on Friday, everybody was questioning, is it going to happen? Will it not? Will it not? And in fairness to our Minister for Foreign Affairs, he put that to bed. You know, he came back and he said, look, the Russians are moving off. That's what the fishermen wanted, and that's done. So I will criticise the government um, every which way if they're not mm. doing the right thing and I'm going to give you an example of that if you don't mind me well, expanding just, this just let me clarify so you met you met Ambassador Filatov you put your concerns yes. to him you told me how impressed you were with, with, with how much he knew he then said because this is what you told me he then said he had to revert back to Moscow to see what Moscow yeah. would say and are you saying that in between that happening Simon Coveney got involved to make sure Moscow said yes is that what happened? Well, I'm not sure of the timeline. Look, right. if I was going back in history to do this again, I would be expecting Simon Coveney to give me a ring because if he had done that, and I can take the man on his word, then he should have contacted me because it would have avoided me giving him a slagging in every interview that I could along the way if Fair I knew enough. that he was working with us behind the scenes, you know? Fair enough. So Fair that's en- communication. So, so now, look, yeah. it, so back to the ambassador, right? So the measure of that man was proven in his communique to the world. When he tweeted, he didn't have to thank the Irish South and West, let's be honest, we're an organisation of fishermen in Castellon Bear. For him to do that showed the measure of the men and the decency that is there. So, of course, we trusted him. I felt that from when I met the ambassador, from the way he communicated with us, his body language, the way he looked at us and everything else, he was open and honest. And that's, that's why I was so confident leaving that meeting that we had got a massive movement uh, and that we were, we were on a good patch. You know, that's why we were so confident when we came out. Look, we made a faux pas when we came out. We made, mentioned a couple of words that, that we shouldn't have mentioned. And, you know, we jeopardized it. So that was our hands up moment, you know. Mm. But we weren't the trained diplomats that, that should be doing this. And look, it's a good result. But PJ, look, 
that's done. I'm telling you, that's done, and everybody's still on this. But I have three men alongside me here now that's come across the oceans into this country for a job, right? And they've worked here for over four and five years, six years, some of them. And they aren't given the uh, same um, uh, rights as anybody else that comes into the country. And I've one of these lads here on the air, and you're getting the exclusive if you want to talk to him. His name is... Agoon. 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 And this this is what we're fighting for, PJ. This isn't just about our fishermen. This is looking after lads that travel all over, just like our people did to America, the States, and all over the world. And I want to hope you'll give me the opportunity to let this lad speak to you for one couple of seconds. Is that all right? Yeah, sure. What's what? Just Okay, okay. okay. I'll, I'll explain it afterwards. Okay. Say hello and tell him you want to. Oh, hello. Agoon. Yeah. Agoon, is it? What, what do you want yeah, to yeah. say, Agoon? Yeah, we want we want just uh, to get a stem for that because we we sit here a long time and we we try to ask the government, but we need a uh, fast respect. I think so. Okay. So what what's going on? This <laughs> I think so. you you want to you want to get your paperwork fast tracked so you can become a citizen. Is that it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Very good. I need I need a uh, fast respect. That that's right. Okay. Okay. That's because this is a long time. That's six years we we are here. Sure, and you're working all that time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Good. Put put me back on to Patrick and make him, maybe he can tell me. More. Okay. 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 Thank you very okay. much. So listen, that, that's one of the lads that's come from the Philippines, right? And okay. and we're trying to look after these lads in case. Like, so we're always being accused of mistreatment, trafficking these lads and bringing them into the country. And you're the exclusive now. You're the first person to hear it from one of these lads, direct from the pier in Castletown there, that we're demanding now at this stage that the government move on this. They did not do this right. They did not listen to the industry and were fed up with this treatment, so, PJ. So, Patrick, just break so down, we want to change. Break it, break it down for people so what who don't get it. What, break what is the story down, with so, it? Okay, so what happens is if you bring in an atypical worker into this country and they work for four or five years in this country, they pay their taxes, they're entitled in after five years to accrue the same rights as any other citizen in the States, right? Mm. But not these guys. These men have been here for six years and all they want is the same rights as the Filipino nurses or doctors or anybody else comes into the country. We're sick as an industry being trodden on by governments that won't help us. So there's my point. I will praise this government to the hilt when they do something right, but I will be the first one to come down on like a ton of bricks if they do it wrong. And they better start talking to us because we're not finished yet. We've got a platform now and we're going to use it. We're going to protect the men and women that work in our industry. We've had enough, PJ. We've, we've come to our limit. Hmm. That's why at our limit, we were willing to take on a Russian Navy. And it stops now. And And... Just go through it for me, Patrick. You 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 compared. So say, these lads come to... into the country, right? They pay their taxes, right? And under our laws, if you're here for five years, paying your taxes, at the end of that, you accrue the rights of any other citizen in the state. You can get social welfare. You can move on. But these guys are trapped within the atypical worker scheme. You've seen Manute putting out a, a, a report saying, accusing the fishermen of being the ones that are trafficking these people and encasing them in slavery. That is absolute nonsense. We need these people to put our boats to sea and safely and get proper numbers of crews on board our boats. Why would we mistreat them? Sure. And anybody that's mistreated him, and I'm on the record of this, sure. when a company did this to Gannons, I was the first one out to condemn him. Absolutely. Yeah. I was a fisherman myself. 
Right. You know, so, so and I know what it's scheme, like in, in the difficulty. There, there's a scheme. atypical worker scheme for fishers. I got you. And it's not right and it's not, it has to be fixed. And we were told, oh, by the immigration, sorry, these lads don't get it because we didn't bring them in as necessary workers to start off with. They were here beforehand. Yeah. So we just regulated them. And I've been on to ministers. And now I gave them every opportunity to do this right. And I was speaking to them and they reevaluated the atypical worker scheme. And they said, look, we're going to do this for you. But they Patrick, left out Patrick, the fish Again. Patrick, bear, bear in mind now that many people that are listening to this don't don't fully understand. So, you've been this is this scheme allows them to have certain rights, and yes. they can't get onto it. What, but what minister, no, they're in the scheme, but the scheme is broken. It's not fit for purpose. What ministers have you spoken was, to about it? Oh, uh, minister Brown and Minister um, Damien English, and we spoke to Heather Humphreys. We spoke to Ed McEntee, right. Mister Flanagan, uh, McCon- Charlie McConnell, okay. Michael Creed. This is going on for years. Like this is ridiculous. What's happening here? And the industry is being tarred with the brush that we're the traffickers. We're the ones abusing them. And uh, it just happened that these lads were coming into the office this morning, PJ. And there fr- there's three lads here now in the pier for me, like that are going out to sea tomorrow. And all they want is the same rights as anybody else. They want to stamp for. They want to be able to choose whether they stay in the atypical scheme or go on a, a share contract the same as any other Irishman. They want equal rights and equal opportunities. That's our slogan. And that's what we want for every fisherman. And I'm delighted I've had the opportunity on your show to break this story. Okay. And what steps are you taking to help them? Like what? What? We redesigned it. We sat down with the government. We said, "Here's the cures. Give them an amnesty. Give them their stamp four. You can bring this in. Change the law to suit them." Yes. You know, we're not we're not asking for anything special. We're asking for the same rights for the workers in the fishing industry as you see in the beef industry. The lads and, that are brought into the avatars. About how many guys are involved, Patrick? Well, we've around 180 boats left in the fleet, right? Yes. Soon to be decimated to 120, but we try and avoid that. So you give two or three lads for boat, right? So you're talking about four or 500 lads, you know? But I've had representatives now from the likes of Brendan Byrne coming on to me and the aquaculture, Theresa Morrissey, who also want to bring this skilled labour into that side of the industry, into the processing side. We're finding it very hard to get people to work inside the industry. We've such a bad reputation. But these people want to come over here just like the Irish did, start a new life, support their families back at home because look, two or three dollars a day is what they get at home. Yeah. They, this, this is a real step up for these lads. Yeah. But they want the same rights and privileges as, as they should get as anybody else that comes into the country and we're going to fight for this like and, and having this so uncertainty hope, around them having this uncertainty surrounding them like does that threaten does that threaten the industry oh absolutely sure look we as i said we've been accused of trafficking these guys okay i'll, I'll try and explain it very simply yeah under the scheme pj right they come into the country they we sign contracts and they're here for a year then they have to be repatriated so just to give you an example of what went wrong. So during COVID, some of these lads told the skippers, listen, I don't want to go home. I'm afraid to go home because uh, uh, I could get COVID, right? Everybody was fearful. Sure. But while they were here and stayed on longer and did get an extension, their passports ran out, right? right? Now, we all know how difficult it is with passports. So imagine this is what happened now. This is the madness of it. So these lads got onto their consulate. They flew uh, one of the consulate officials to Dublin to meet these lads to get a new passport, but they could only get a passport extension for a year. Right. Now, listen to the madness. So they got their passport extension. We went to the immigration offices and said, here you go, lads. And they said, oh, there's a problem here. And we said, why? The contract is for a year. 
it'll take us 90 days to process the application and his passport will be out of date so we're not doing it <sighs> and you know that's 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 just that's just so typical. so do you know the fix here's the fix the fix is is that you start the contract on the date that the passport starts so you'd say to them listen just do all the paperwork but it doesn't come into force until it matches the day of the passport. Isn't that a simple solution? Makes absolute sense to me. And you know, Absolute sense. Patrick, and this well, is the problem, PJ. There's hmm. nobody listening to the absolute sense. And you know, I've been reading newspapers, foreign newspapers, for, for years, talking about how awful the exploitation is in the Irish industry. I mean, here you are on the show defending the lads. So that kind of puts a lie to that one, doesn't it? Absolutely. And as I said, PJ, I wouldn't do to a dog what's happened to these lads in this country. And the reason why I'm delighted to be on your show to say this is because I don't understand when we raise this that we just can't get it on air. But look, that's the word of one of these lads. There's three of them in front of me now. I'm telling you, like, Paul Byrne is here now with the camera for TV3. Maybe he'll turn around and he'll pan him into view. But they're here. They came, they stopped fishing. They wouldn't go out fishing until they met me today because they're at their wit's end. They cannot progress with their lives. So, so, so basically, what it is, they're here... Dated, they're, they're skilled yeah, workers, so, they want to work, yeah. they want to stay, yeah. there's a scheme yeah. that allows them to stay, but that scheme is broken. It's broken. So here's the thing now, if, if their passports are out, if they don't go home and remove the passports, they can't do it from here. They're caught in a catch-22 situation. We take them on board then. The way I described it to the ministers is this. What they're doing to the Irish fishing industry, right, to do the same to our diaspora in America would be this. They'd ring up the president of the United States and they'd say, listen, do you know any fellow out there that's hiring our illegal Irish? Do you? Yeah. Prosecute them for trafficking. That's what they're doing to the fishermen here. That's the bottom line of it. Criminal stuff. Do you know the first thing they will say, well, some people will think, Patrick, but sure, aren't they taking jobs from our own? But that's not the case at all. No. That's not the case. Absolutely not. Anybody that hears this show that wants to go fishing, give me a shout. Anybody that wants to go out on the boat or go fishing as a career, any young person, give me a shout. And I'll help them every which way that I can personally, night and day. Because we need young people to understand that this industry is worth fighting for. Our people need to know that this industry is worth fighting for. You know, it is a worth it and it is good for our country. Mm. We see the, the trouble in the Ukraine. Let's let's bring this back to reality, right? Okay, okay. okay. If, we, if, 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 if the Ukraine thing starts, right, and there's, a, there's a, an actual war in Europe, it'll completely disrupt the trade lines. As we've heard about the ships being in the middle... It'll go back to the likes of World War Two. Like a war is a war, like, and they're going to hurt each side until madness subsides, and we ha- and we come back to realism. We stop killing each other. This is this is history. So I, I hope we prevent that from even starting. But like we see the price of fuel going up, food will go up. Wouldn't it be madness that we go back to a scenario where we don't have a fishing fleet to catch food to feed our people that could be cut off from Europe because we're not joined to them by land? So what's our greatest asset? fishing, food production in our own land. And we're talking about destroying that. Do you know? 
because you know the carbon footprint is 0.0003% of the world's emissions so we have to wipe out our agricultural industries people have to stop and think about the madness of what we're doing and at the same time if they look at what we're doing in our industry we're changing our nets we're recycling plastic we're going to recycle our nets we have a company called Rio now that's in Jakarta we're signing a, 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 a memorandum of understanding with them about taking all the plastics we're bringing in instead of putting it into landfill we're going to make sure that it goes into different products, recycle it, full recycling. Nobody has to ask us or tell us what to do with our industry. Yeah. We're there first. So All these lads I'm looking at here invest everything they have back into their boats, making it better. Like, you've so, seen the documentaries we've made, and, and we're fighting hard to so, keep it. So just lastly, to, to, to sum up, because time is catching me, pa Patrick. So we're yeah. here today now. The Russian thing has been sorted out. and You're here today with your yeah. workers, your overseas workers. They need regular... Yeah. Uh, you have a platform right now. Who are you yeah. asking to help, and what do you need them to do? We need the Department of Marine, the Department of Justice, and the Department of Immigration to stop kicking the can around between them, get into a room with us, sit down, and don't say, we can't be a part of this. We need to be a part of it. We'll work it out with them. We have the legal expertise in this area. We work in Brussels. We watch all the regulations. We're at this night and day, PJ. We're not just fishermen. We are educated people that know what's going on. And look, we pointed out the flaws of the penalty point system. That's an all-legal system. That was a hybrid law that was brought into this country that doesn't marry up with our constitution. Like, if somebody gets murdered and the murderer goes into jail, he get a life sentence, eventually he'll come out. But the penalty point system that we have, you never get out of jail. If you get enough penalty points, the license is taken off you. You can never get it back. Your boat is destroyed. Now, that's been extended to the skippers. So if a skipper, right gets through, and these are crazy for the penalty points, like you don't have long enough for this, but just, just say he gets enough penalty points to lose his credit patience. He can never get him back. Yeah, It is a true life sentence. He can never again become a skipper. It's absolute madness. Yeah. And it's just one of a number of problems, and you've highlighted two of them there now, Patrick. In, in fairness, the, 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 the paperwork for the foreign lads and the, the penalty points system, which I know one or two of your colleagues explained to me over the years how, how crazy it's after getting. Patrick, thank you. And you're, you've really impressed listeners here this morning. This is Patrick Murphy from the Irish South and West Fish Producers Organisation. They bait the Russians, ads. They bait the Russians, and now they want to sort out the people that the foreign newspapers accused them of exploiting. Here they are in the opinion line wanting to sort them out. Thanks, Patrick. Courts 96 FM.